1: And we were a little under two weeks away from the start of our season. I want to first say that I hope you all are well. I know this has been one hell of a year. So many of you that I've talked to have been dealing with the emotional and mental repercussions of a year that just won't quit. This month is Suicide Prevention Month. And I mention it because many of you have sent me personal notes saying how much this show and our stories have helped give you a break from reality. I can't tell you how humbling that is. I want to also say that everyone needs to talk. And everyone needs to be heard. Friend of the show, Pete Hines, is a board member of TakeThis.org, an organization dedicated to decreasing the stigma of and increasing the support for mental health in the gaming community and industry. If you're struggling, I encourage you to reach out. Because they're there to listen with resources and support tools to help you, not just during this time, but going forward. This hits close to home for me, as we are unfortunately running a little behind schedule, due to a situation I was dealing with last month that took its toll on me. Our YouTube and Facebook page has a video explaining it, but now that the situation has been resolved, the cast is right now recording episode one of season two. In the meanwhile, I wanted to share another of Simon's lost journals, discarded by him over a year ago on the outskirts of an Appalachian mountain town called Helvetia. For reasons that will become clear, the horror of his experience there last year for a parade of the damned kept him away from the town until now. Hear that? The parade is about to begin. So grab a mask and light the fire. Then grab a mask and light the fire. Then grab a mask and light the fire. Light the fire. Light the fire. 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 Well, eggs, we're here. Helvetia. Come on, let's scope out the buildings. Be ready for anything, though. It's too quiet here. Oh, what's that? Yeah, one year ago. Slow and steady now. Seems pretty quiet. No decorations or anything up yet. I don't understand. This place should be swarmed with critters and bots. Yeah, look, I want to thank you for finding me. If you hadn't found my tent and got me out of that stash box, I let's just say there are worse places to end up than dead. (laughs) You can say that again. It started in the 1860s. German and Swiss immigrants fearing that their culture and traditions would fade over time, being absorbed by the city of Brooklyn, New York, where they had settled. So they trekked on out here and built Helvetia. By the 2000s, though, the place had become a big tourist trap. I left something behind last time, something I found. But I didn't understand at the time. Come on, let's go inside the post office here. It should still be in there. There. Post Office Box 12. Yes! It's still here! Before I... well... I wanted to leave a record behind as a warning, but the overseer's ranting during the trial reminded me of something. I, I don't remember everything that happened here. It's like it's been blanked out. I just remember a name. Blackwell. Appalachia, day 95. 61 degrees Fahrenheit, overcast. I am still haunted by my time in that place. I don't feel comfortable in camp with that pink princess bed just sitting there reminding me of what I did. What happened in that atomic shop? I was wandering aimlessly when i stumbled on several vault dwellers headed east i cautiously greeted a party of them and they informed me that they were headed her for helvetia for a parade and some kind of festival i asked them why and they got this glazed and bewildered look on their faces and one of them said for the masks i asked him what masks he said the masks As I again asked what masks, one of them explained a little more about this parade called uh, Fastnacht, I don't know. He kept correcting me on how I was butchering how it was pronounced in German. And after he had me well irritated, I just started calling it the fat sloot parade, which only seemed to piss them off. I again asked him what was so great about these masks and why they had to gather them. As I pressed on, they seemed to be getting increasingly agitated with my questioning. One of them was getting itchy with the trigger of his shotgun, so I beat a hasty retreat without saying goodbye. This parade has me curious, though, and I could use a distraction. Paying a visit to an abandoned library nearby to see what I can dig up before going over there. Appalachia, day 96. 72 degrees Fahrenheit and sunny. It took a while, but I found an old dog-eared book in the library on the history and traditions of Helvetia. It goes something like this. Before the Great War, once a year, the people of Helvetia would gather in the fading snows of winter. They would assemble wicker effigies of people that irritated them and create festive masks of papier-mâché and hard pasta. They would kill all the wildlife in a ten-mile radius and make sausages of, of very questionable nature. This ritual was designed to fend off the great knockers, the early spring door-to-door gypsies, holotape salesmen, and children selling overpriced wrapping paper and magazine subscriptions. The festival called Fas- 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 Fana- called Slute was ridiculous, but more ridiculous was the tourist trap building that popped up around it that over the year bastardized the town. They had a Richards Believe It or Don't, filled with everything from tasteless trash and exhibits, like the biggest hairball in the world, and a stuffed goat squatch. One of the more curious roadside attractions was the Appalachia Vortex House of Mystery. The story goes that before the German settlers arrived from New York, local Native Americans described the place as a cursed spot, forbidden land. Birds would fly around it, and horses would panic and refuse to get anywhere near the place. The House of Mystery was located in the center point of Helvetia, built by the Cooper family in the 1880s, shortly after the town was settled. Very quickly, something became clearly wrong when doors stopped closing and windows wouldn't open. One winter during the traditional Fat Sloot Festival, the house crumbled off its foundation and its dimensions twisted and distorted before it settled in place at an odd angle. The Coopers abandoned the place, and it was empty until a local pitched the idea of opening it as a mystery spot for tourists, as the house did exhibit some very weird phenomenon. The mystery of this place has me intrigued, and I haven't seen a parade since leaving the vault. I feel compelled to visit, especially after I spotted a familiar blip headed that way on my Pip-Boy. Chad. Appalachia, day 96, 72 degrees Fahrenheit, sunny. It was an eventful day. I arrived around 10 a.m. to find a town decorated in celebration. Garlands, flags, balloons, and streamers. The robots, fashioned decades ago, were still ticking on with the yearly tradition, unaware of or unable to alter their programming post-apocalypse. There was a Mr. Handy who served as a master of ceremonies, jetting up and down the bridge, yelling "Happy Fasna, Fasnik Happy Fat stupid name. He invited those of us gathered to join them in their celebration by helping prepare for the parade, in exchange for these can't-live-without masks. He teased me with projected images of the most amazing paper-machined cloth masks I have ever seen. Masks that must be imbued with their own secret power for them to be so lusted after. They would be sure to allow me greater skill in smiting my enemies. I did a quick recon of the buildings, armed and ready to fight, but there was no sign of Chad. After selecting decorations, murdering wildlife, smashing beer steins, popping balloons, and gathering branches, we were asked to help build a bonfire. With the task left to me... I gathered wood and fashioned my own wicker chad effigy. At last, the parade was ready. Our circular march around the town's common was repeatedly interrupted by mutated frog-like gypsies and hideously mutated wilderness girls armed with explosive boxes of mass-produced cookies. A cheerful yet repetitive tune accompanied us along the parade route. As we passed the mystery house, I felt strange. Like, like walking through water. The air had grown thick, and the hair on my arms had risen as if anticipating a lightning strike that never came. There's something wrong with that house. Anyway, fellow former vault dwellers assisted me in protecting the parade route, and before long, we stood before the wicker Chad, ready to torch it. Suddenly, from behind me, a great beast dropped from a tree a legendary behemoth sloth, hideously malformed with radiation and a virulent case of dandruff. Before I had a chance to land a hit, a dweller by the name of Fupa Wonder 9 killed it with one strike. Sadly, my attempts at clawing him in the testicles in anger were met only with impotent frustration. As the wicker chad burned into the night, I stared down at a crumpled paper bag Festooned with glitter and hard pasta, that looked like the face of Elga Huffins, our Vault 76 lunch lady. This was not the mask I was hoping for. By the campfire, I had a brief chat with a man about the history of the town and commented on all the voting machines and political posters everywhere. He told me a bizarre tale about a Senator Blackwell that had been investigating some bizarre construction work at the White Spring and some strange investments by the Department of Agriculture. This guy had found a cave to the east, a hidden bunker. I'm going to head that way next week after I return to my camp for supplies. If that bunker is hidden, it's probably loaded with supplies, unlooted. But for now, I go to sleep. I'll return home in the morning. Appalachia, day 96. 70 degrees Fahrenheit and sunny. It was an eventful day. I arrived around 10 a.m. to find a town decorated in celebration. Garlands, flags, balloons, and streamers. The robots fashioned decades ago were still ticking on with the yearly tradition. Unaware of or unwilling to alter their programming. Post-apocalypse. Wait. This isn't... I've recorded this already. I'm going outside to see what's going on. Appalachia, day 96. 72 degrees Fahrenheit and sunny. It was an eventful day. I arrived around 10 a.m. to find a town decorated in celebration. Garlands, flags, balloons, and streamers the robots the fuck something's wrong there's a a tune, a song vibrating repetitive and terrifying it's in my head I I marched again I burned the wicker chat again I received another mask. What is happening to me? <laughs> Appalachia, day 96. Happy Fast Noct, Sloot. Happy Fast Noct. Do you like my mask? Let us burn the kachad. March with me. Help! The song, the song won't stop. It's a trap, a fold in time. That house, it's a vortex. I can't escape this place. There's no escape. Won't stop this tune of damnation. Just one way out. One way out. I have to march. I have to become the Wicker Chad. How long have I been here? I have to burn. I have to burn to come back. It's the only way. Get out of the parade. One way out. I'm going to burn now. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ, I I remember now. That was the second time I ended up in the atomic shop. Senator Blackwell, that was the name. You're right. We need to get out of here before. What the hell? Oh, no, 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 no. Look there. Garlands are appearing. Run, run legs. We need to get the fuck out of here before the loop closes again.
0: Happy Fuck off! Where are you going? Don't you want to march in the parade? No! But we have new masks!
1: Wait, what? Well, hold up, legs.
0: Allow me to present you this year's one of a kind collectible. One of a kind mask that you have the possibility of winning this year. The Raven Mask, imbued with that dark power of top hat and spectacles, because why not? The Death Claw mask, to terrify your foes and get into some weird kink people are into these days. The Winterman mask, to put a cold chill into the hearts of your enemies. The Crazy Guy mask, to don the guise of everyone's drunk uncle at a pool party who wants to playfully nut-tap you while guzzling beer. Last but not least, the Father Winter Helmet, for those clattering power armor boys out there who are looking for little variety in their military garb.
1: Oh man... Come on. Come on, Legs. Let's let's just do one parade. Then I'm sure we can get out of here. Get off me? It's fine, I said. Just one parade. I want that Deathclaw mask.
0: Very well. Let the festivities begin. Are you ready to burn again, Mr. Rex? We can't have you escaping again that easily, can we? We have a lot of marching to do. Oh, yes. A lot of marching. We can't have you running off, can we?
1: What? How? My legs, I... I I can't... I can't move. What What is this? What are you doing? What's happening? No, 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 I can't. My arms... I can't move my arms. Run, legs. Run before it's too late. Go. I'm... Freezing. I can't... Move!
0: Oh, dear me, it appears you've contracted AFK. You know, Mr. Rex, they have an old saying. It's the fall that kills you. The house has waited a year. The house is hungry. It's the grind that kills you. Happy fast not, Mr. Rex! Let's march, everyone! March! March! March!
1: I'm your host, Maverick Stone. It's me, Gingerino42. I'm Roman.
0: Hey, this is Sassy Lady.
1: And I'm Jaxus. And we... We are the Fallout Roundtable. Join us as we explore various topics from the Fallout universe brought from multiple perspectives. We can be found on your favorite podcatchers from Spotify to iTunes. Or follow us on Twitter at FalloutRTB or our email FalloutRTB at gmail.com. Be sure to rate, follow, and subscribe. Thank you.